Hello, and welcome back to my book podcast. This is episode three, and this week I'll be going over some notable events that happened in the section I read, and I'll also hypothesize how events that played out could affect the story. This week I read from page 103 to 188, and in the weeks prior, I read from pages 1 to 29 and 30 to 99. At the beginning of this section I read, there was a celebration because a handmaid named Janine gave birth to a baby. The whole community had to go watch, and after the whole ceremony celebration thing, Offred starts to tell us, the reader, the story of what happened to Mora. She said she heard from handmaids that originally heard from Janine, who heard from Aunt Lydia, that Moira was MIA. Aunt Lydia had called Janine into her office to tell her what happened to Moira, and Aunt Lydia basically said that Moira managed to jump an ant for her clothes and sneak past an angel that was on guard without being noticed. No one knows where Moira is right now, and she could have run away, she could have been planning an uprising, she could even just be dead. Aunt Lydia told Janine all this info to have someone that could listen around to see if anyone else to see if anyone else was involved. It was slightly confusing trying to understand what Janine's motives were with the new information, but I don't think she'll side with Aunt Lydia if she finds anything out about Moira. I think that Moira escaping could be what the handmaids have been waiting for, a potential leader for a potential rebellion, or even just the fact of knowing that they're not the only ones who are fed up with the way they're being treated. I predict that there's a very high chance that Moira will be making a reappearance later in the book. We learn that there are more people that don't follow the rules than what was originally implied. One random night, the commander asks Offred to meet him in his office, and that's breaking the rules of the house. If Serena Joy was to find out that Offred went to see the commander alone, there would be an endless amount of, amount of consequences. Offred still went to see the, still went to the commander's office, because that would be, be disobeying an order from the commander if she didn't. Also, the commander knew this was against the rules, but he still did it. It ended up just being that the commander was lonely and wanted someone to talk to. They eventually eventually set up a plan to give Offred a signal on days when the commander wanted to see her that night. They only met about once or twice every two weeks. Sometimes they play Scrabble, sometimes they read magazines, and sometimes the commander lets Offred read a book of her choice. One day when her and the commander were meeting, she decides to ask about the engravings left in her room. And they were the engravings that I mentioned last week in last week's podcast. It was written in Latin, so she asked the commander to translate the words, and he laughed when she asked because he knew where she heard those words from. Alfred then realizes that since women aren't allowed to read or write, and the handmaid left the engraving in Latin, she had to have learned those words somewhere. Without any prior conversation about the woman, Alfred asks what happened to her, and the commander knew exactly who she was talking about. He asks Alfred if she knew her, he asks Alfred if she knew her, and then he says that she hanged herself because Serena Joy found out about the commander and the old handmaid's meetings. So now we know that Alfred isn't the only handmaiden, handmaiden the commander has broken the rules for. Who knows how many handmaids he's done this with? Is he doing it solely for lack of company, or did he make sure Serena found out about him and the old handmaid because he knew she would hang herself? Serena and the commander aren't the only ones who knew about the old handmaid. One night when Alfred was going to sleep, she passes out on the floor, and in the morning when Cora, the Martha, came to give her, came to give Alfred her food, she freaked out because she thought Alfred was dead. So we can assume that Cora walked in on the old handmaid. Also, when Cora freaked out, she dropped Alfred's breakfast and told Alfred she was willing to make up a lie as to why there was egg on the floor, because Rita, the other Martha, would have freaked out if she knew what actually happened when Cora walked in on Alfred. In the middle of the section of reading, there was a part of where Alfred and Offglen were off getting food, 
<laughs> food and stuff, and handmaids are barely supposed to talk to each other when they're when they're out and they're only allowed to talk about specific things. Off Glenn asks offered a question about God, and Offred gave her an actual response and not one that the handmaids are supposed to use. This shows Offglen that Offred isn't a believer, and Offglen tells Offred, you can join us. You can join us. So now we know there's a decent amount of handmaids that would probably be willing to rebel. Another little note I'd like to add is that we know that Offred was we know that We know that Offred was the affair that Luke had while he was married to another woman. And Offred was saying when she went to go visit the commander, she felt like the other woman in the relationship between the commander and Serena Joy. I don't know if the author, author was purposely connecting the two things that happened together or not, but I noticed it and I thought it was interesting. By the end of this section of the book, I had a lot of thoughts and opinions. Offred could take advantage of the commander when they have their meetings. She could try and figure out what happens to Moira or her family, or just ask about anything for that matter. When Moira jumped that ant, she spared her life. If it came down to it, I don't think the ant would return the favor. And why does Cora like Offred enough that she's willing to lie for her? What if Offglen worked with Moira to plan out the whole thing that went down with Moira and the ant, and now Offglen is just waiting for Moira to return so they can start a rebellion? I think in the next episode we will be discussing a big turning point in the story and I'm excited to see what happens. Stay tuned and I'll see you next time.